everyone, and welcome to another edition of Gameware Express. Well, we are on the road again, coming at you from a hotel in Vicksburg, Mississippi. Where the hell is that? Way up north from where we live. Oh my god. It's Friday, March the 7th, 2014. I'm Adam Arinder. Uh Since we're still working throughout this week, I only have one very special guest oh. joining me in my lovely hotel room. Stephen Martin. Hello, Adam. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. Was it a tough journey coming from the hotel room next door? Yeah, it was. It was actually a short trip. Okay, and, um, I did not injure myself. That's good. Thank you. So, like I mentioned, we are far away from home. So, for this week's introductory question, I want to know. I'm assuming you traveled with your family. Y'all took family vacations as a kid we growing up. Did yeah, we took a lot of trips to Disney World. Mm-hmm. A lot of trips to the mountains in Tennessee. A lot of trips to Texas. Yeah. So. Did you uh, have a certain game or a go-to thing you like to do to help pass those? Yeah. Pass the time in the car. As a child of the '80s, of course, we've talked about it on the show before. Definitely had the original brick Game Boy uh, <laughs> at the age of eight. Yes. That thing did not leave my side when I was on a car trip. Uh, the beauty of that is you only needed a couple of AA batteries, and it lasted a really long time. So. Sure. Always had that, and I had my staples, my Mario Land, my Tetris, my Fall of the Foot Clan, Ninja Turtles game. That's yes. probably my most played original Game Boy game, and eventually Zelda, but um, yeah, never left my side on, on a car trip. Did you have that crazy transforming thing with like the magnifying glass and I the speakers? Did, and, uh... yeah. And you know, I, I didn't use that as much when I was on the trips, because that was something... Most of our car trips were during the day. Okay. And really, the Game Boy had this great reflective screen. Not reflective, but it, it would be better if you had natural light. Mm-hmm. Which is the opposite of now, because if you try to play your DS... It's like, how do some, you see this? You can't see anything. But back on the original Game Boy, it actually made it much better. So, um, and it's I'd, funny, going back and looking at like a Game Boy now and trying to play it, even in direct like lamplight, how, like, how the hell did I ever see this thing? It's all we had, and we <laughs> loved it. We didn't know any better. Now, granted, you know, I had a Lynx by 1990... But that thing just burned through batteries. And right. I never had a Game Gear. Somehow now I own two. That's right. We know. just bought one. Rachel just decided, I want to have a Game Gear. I don't know where my Game Gears came from. I don't own a Game Gear game. <laughs> I don't even want to play a Game Gear game. I just don't have any memories of, uh, the of that. The Game Gear. Yeah. Just, I played it in the store mm-hmm. randomly, and it's uh, just not for me. But Game Boy was awesome. Of course. So, every yeah. That's, that's what I had on every family vacation was my original Game Boy. Even as a child of the early 90s. Well, I guess I was born in 89, so that's like three months. But you were like two when when, when you got your Game Boy? I was, I was three. Threw it against the wall, didn't know (laughs) what to do with it. So, of course, I had, you know, that, but that's not as fun of a story. My favorite story, probably when I was about 13 or 14, again, road trip to Disney World, it's about a 10 hour drive. Yep. And in my dad's old car, or it was like an SUV, it was an old bench seat in the back seat for me and my sister. And we put an ice chest on the floor between us, and we mounted like a 13-inch TV with like bungee cords to Whoa. it, and had one of those crazy adapters that you know went from DC to AC, so you okay. could plug things into it. So I thought maybe you were hooking this thing up to the engine itself. Oh no, no, we didn't want to like risk right blowing killing everybody everyone. Up. But we uh, brought my PS2 and hooked Holy that up. Holy sh- man, <laughs> that's pretty PS2 nice for ten hours. PlayStation yeah. Two on the car trip. I never thought of that, but it, then we didn't have quite the setup when I was right. A kid. So, so that, that was pretty nice. What game did you play on your PS2? A lot of NBA NFL Street. Street. I, knew yeah. we, I knew it was going to be a street game. Yeah. Actually, a little bit, a bit of both. A little bit of both. Just yeah. because um, if I was 14, my sister was about 10. So she could play that along, too. Right. And it wasn't like a single player I'm playing Final Fantasy X again or something. It'd be pretty sweet, though. Yeah. Final Fantasy X on a 10-hour road trip. 
I could do that. That'd be pretty good. Maybe I could do that on my Vita in a few weeks. We'll yes, talk right. about that later. That's it. Uh, so we are still kicking it in the hotel room. So our gaming's been a little limited. Yeah. Just because they have us, A, staying far away from home, and B, driving further away to work. So it's been long days, but... Have you been able to play much of anything this week? I have. So I've been playing a little bit of Earthbound, but the way I'm playing it is not conventional. It's not recommended. It's not truly legal. Okay, so I've been playing it on my phone with an emulator. Wait. You play games on your Windows phone? The only thing you can do on Windows phone (laughs) is is download a Super Nintendo emulator. I can't play 3s on there. I can't play Peggle. Well, I can play Puggle. Puggle. But so I've been really enjoying Earthbound, and this is a game that I bought on launch day, you know, at Walmart mm-hmm. when I was fourteen or fifteen. So I, I do own the game. Um, I don't own it on Virtual Console. I need to fix that. But right, because it did come out on Wii U a few I months know. ago. You need to give Nintendo a little more money on that one. But yeah, I've been playing it on my phone, and I think I'm I don't know about ten hours in, and I'm in the third little town that you're in. It, it, we're not going to talk about Earthbound, but right. I, I love that game. Mm-hmm. It's just quirky, fun, weird. And it I, is. Um, I've never had a chance to experience it. Granted, I did buy it when it came out on the Wii Virtual Console. Oh, I yeah. just never got around to playing it. But listening to you talk about the weird story, yeah, I was like, I, I didn't know anything about Earthbound besides PK Fire because that's from right, know, yeah, Smash Brothers. Now I need to go turn that damn game on. It's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. And you know, last or last week we talked about forward thinking games. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't mention Earthbound. Right. I mean, it's, it, it does a lot of things that RPGs don't do today, but they should. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are really powerful and you encounter a weak enemy, you just automatically kill it. You walk <laughs> up to it and it says "battle over," and dun, 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 you get the <laughs> success music, and that's that's definitely awesome. So, um, yeah, that, I wish more RPGs took things from that. But you know, I also like the the more contemporary setting, and that's something the Persona franchise has always done. Mm-hmm. I love that in an RPG. Not every RPG needs to be. You know, in medieval setting or in mm-hmm. the dystopian future, why not just have more RPGs every just day, yeah. right now? Yeah, so I love that in an RPG. That's true. But yeah, so I've been playing that and really enjoying it. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, I've actually never beaten Earthbound, so hmm. I think it's time to rectify that one. That's got now, to mark that off my list of shame. I know if you have like a bootleg copy of the game, you can't beat it. That's could right. You, could you beat it on your phone, or I'm, would you it know, be? I'm going to find out. I think <laughs> I, I don't think it's an issue. I think the issue was that if you had a pirated copy right. on a cartridge, that you would get to that final boss, and then the game would just shut down and erase your save. So it's like what 30 hours of progress, just maybe even more the way gone. I play it. Yeah, yeah. but I'll, I don't know. I'll, I'll maybe I'll, if I finish it on my phone, then I can confirm whether or not that is a problem. And if, if it is a problem, that's okay. It's the journey. It's that's not it. the destination, right? So, right. That's what they typically say. I also started playing Brothers on okay. my PS3. And I'll tell you what, let's let's go over the story of how this, how, how like, why am I playing PS3 in a hotel room? That's a good question. Well, and they do have TVs in a hotel they room. Have, and so that's why I brought my PlayStation 3 on this work trip, because mm-hmm. I figured we're going to be in this hotel room, I'm going to hook up my PS3 and just play through some of my old PlayStation Plus games. So, And this isn't like a... Crappy old hotel. It's a pretty nice yeah, we, hotel we've, casino. We've I mean, stayed, we've stayed here before, and it's it's good. I don't know when. I guess I didn't think or didn't remember whether or not our rooms would have CRT televisions. Right. I th- I I thought it was going to be you know LCD or whatever. So we get here and we check in and we get to our rooms and it is a CRT television. So okay, no big deal. I'll just have to get some composite cables 
And then you those know, are like twenty bucks, maybe ten dollars. Yeah. There was a GameStop down the street, so it wouldn't have been an issue. But there's no way to turn the video option on these TVs without a Universal Remote, which that's like what another ten dollars. Yeah. So it, okay, so that's twenty bucks. So it's like okay, let's just go to Walmart and buy a television because <laughs> that like... seems like a much better idea. <laughs> so we did. Adam and I drove to Walmart and we looked at TVs, and of course, no one was there to help us. So. I bought it. I didn't know they made a 29 inch television. That's oddly specific. It's a weird number. Yeah. I've heard of 32. Yeah. So I bought the uh, 29 inch television, <laughs> the RCA. RCA is a good brand. I've got a 32 inch RCA in, in our bedroom. So we bought the TV and uh, brought it to my hotel room, and that's what I've been playing <laughs> it on. Now I don't recommend uh, abusing return policies uh, for you know for for any retailer, but I did bring the TV back. Before we recorded this, because I was ultimately not satisfied with the performance of the television. The, so. the brothers just did not look very brotherly uh, to you, you know, on that television? Brothers looks good, um, but it's just not a TV that I think I'll be using after today. <laughs> and they were fine with that, so I did bring it back. And I really appreciated that, that they took the return. Yeah. And so I played maybe an hour Brothers. Okay, well and, you're like a third of the way there. Yeah, so I really can't talk about it much, because the first hour of the game... Really, just has you getting used to the mechanics of the controls, and I'm still not really used to it. Right. You know, I know that the left stick controls my the older brother, mm-hmm. and the right stick controls the younger one. But sometimes when they cross their paths, do you always try to line up. it up with the older brother from the left? I do those, actually. So can, yeah. yeah. So that's just something I'm working through. Um, I really like how this game so far is telling a narrative without using language. Yeah. You know, it's all basically. I guess I can't say without language because they are using language. It's not. It's just not a language that mm-hmm. I understand. It's not a real. Hey, language. the Lego game's been doing that for like ten years. I, you know, I, well, they did do that, but they right. stopped doing it about three years ago with Lego Batman. And that's why they're not as fun. They aren't. Yeah, I, I, I prefer Lego games with. Um, and this is a complete aside, but I prefer Lego games without the the voice acting. But they what what they did was they you know. But they took kids. They brought kids in, and they asked them. It was like a, I don't know, what, what do you call this? Like a like test marketing? Study group? Study Not group. a study group. A, uh, I know what you're talking about. Like a right. so they had, test. Yeah, they had kids come in for the Lego games, and they were like, hey, guys, do you, do you enjoy this game with these cool voices, or do you enjoy these games where they don't talk? Kids wanted the voices. So anyway, that has nothing to do with Brothers. So Brothers isn't the first game that I've played that uses made-up language, but... So far, it's conveying that story to me very mm-hmm. well. And obviously, I don't know much about it. I just know that in the beginning, there's, you know... when We don't have to go through spoilers, because I'm right. sure there's still people that haven't played it. But something happened at the beginning of the game. It's clear as to what's happened to this family. Something else is happening to another family member. You go on a journey to hopefully stop that yeah. from happening. And that's the worst description of a game. It's just, <laughs> I'm not even using qualifiers. This thing happens, this, and, this and thing something happens, else happens. And you have to go do something. Okay, basically, the spoilers, here I they mean, are. if it's in the first ten minutes Right, of the game. so your mom dies. You watch your mom die. She drowns off a boat. Mm-hmm. And then what I assume is your father is also dying in a later scene. Yeah. And you are going on a quest to find probably some drugs or some healing agents that yeah. would protect your father from dying. So, mm-hmm. And this is the first five minutes of the game. So, yeah. And then you're just in your town, just trying to, to maneuver, and all the, the, I guess later in the game, the puzzles are basically going to be, the brothers have to work together to get through these yeah. sequences, and that's what you do in the, in the town. Mm-hmm. There's like a town bully that stops you from progressing. Oh, yeah, that asshole with the gate. He just laughs at you, and you just have to figure out how to get past him, basically, annoying, three times. It's like that annoying kid in Ocarina of Time, when you want to leave. Yeah. 
It's, it's very like, similar nope. to that. Nope. Yeah. Left and right. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> but you know, uh, the game's beautiful. I really, I like the the look of it. It's a stylized look, mm-hmm. and I I prefer that. I don't know how good a game like this would be if it was realistic looking kids and i don't know i just i, I appreciate it to yeah. me it lo- it's like what fable really should look like yeah that's that's me. true so but we'll, i'd love to talk about it more i know um you've beaten it i've not so we'll have to shelve this until mm-hmm. until i'm further in the game like I said, because it's only three hours and yeah shit happens about two and a half hours in so so there we go finally a game i can beat yeah because it's so short mm-hmm. maybe i don't know <laughs> we'll find out what are you what have you been doing uh, well, thanks to Renee, your loving oh, wife, yeah. I took her recommendation and bought Danganronpa Trigger now, Happy Havoc. That was easy for you, because you could just walk into a store and buy a copy, right? Uh, no. So you, okay, so you couldn't just go to a retailer. No, for some reason, I know Gameware, we were sold yeah, out. Yeah, we just sold out the yeah. day before you bought it. We got it back in yeah. Monday, I think, and, or Tuesday, yeah, we've been out of town. we've been out of town. Since, I guess, Friday today. But yeah, Target didn't have it, Best Buy didn't have it, Walmart didn't have it. No one seemed to have it except GameStop. Right. And I really wanted the physical copy because while I was originally wanting to download all my Vita games... Yeah, when the Vita came out, you were all gung-ho about downloading My 32 gig card is almost full. Mine is full. Thank you, PlayStation Plus. Which is a great serve. Well, (laughs) never mind. Okay. Uh, So I go in there, hold my nose. GameStop guy's like, hey, welcome to GameStop. What can I do for you, sir? And I was like, I need this game. And I didn't feel like trying to say it, because I honestly didn't know how to say it then. Did they even know what you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, actually. He Surprising. said he was a fan of the anime. There we go. So he went and got it, but not to like, because they're technically our competition, yeah. but if I'm going to spend $40 on a game, I don't want it to have stickers on the actual retail box I'm buying. Yeah, I agree with that. And we don't, we don't do that. A game where we re-shrink wrap it, if it's a final copy, because we have to hold, obviously, the merchandise behind the counter so we yeah. can have display so no one steals it, but we re-shrink wrap it and then put the price stickers. That yeah. way you're not damaging the actual... I agree box. with you completely. I don't like a box that has stickers on it. So I'm not going to pay full price for a game that's A, already open because it's last copy, and B, has stickers all over it. And he seemed really confused why I just up and left when I saw that. I bet most people don't have a problem with that. Yeah. We're weird. Well, yeah, because I like we- my collection. Right. So ultimately, I was really impatient, and I wanted to play it now because I could have ordered on Amazon, and it would have gotten here on Tuesday. Granted, I am... Out of town. Right. So I just downloaded it. 2014, you can just download a game. Mm-hmm. This is just that easy. Something you should have done before you even left the, left your house, probably. Right. But uh, I'm really enjoying it. It's uh, really messed up. It is, that's, and that's what we've been talking about. Renee's in gone into show. full detail the past couple of shows, so I'm not going to rehash that. But it's, it's. I've finished the first chapter. This is a prologue where you meet all the characters in the first chapter where you learn how things go, and it's, it's fun. So you don't know anything about this other than the game that you you didn't know Correct. the anime or the no. manga or whatever this is well, all one of fresh. our friends actually cosplayed as one of the characters that i didn't know was from the series and i always picked on him because he looked like a sailor moon character yeah because that's how the person dresses but now that i see the character it's actually a pretty good costume yeah. but yeah i didn't know anything um but now i'm i guess i was never a big anime person but right after this and like um the persona anime maybe i'll start watching some more i could recommend a few but we'll talk about that when we're yeah. on a show but so yeah after the first chapter just ended i just did my first courtroom scene which is really weird it's it, it's actually a little more fun because it's very phoenix right e but there's more interaction more logic puzzles more mini games right and yeah. there's a rhythm game in there yeah right? that's what renee was talking yeah, about too. The, that that was interesting the only thing 
negative, I guess I have to say, is something similar. I had a problem with Phoenix Wright is obviously it was the first case, so it's kind of like an easy one, like who done it, right? And I knew who did it like forty five minutes before I got to the end of the chapter, but you can't just be like they did it. Right. And just end it. You have to go through and talk to all the people and click on all the things and go through all the puzzles till you get to that final stage. And sometimes I don't know what the game wants to get me there. Right. Like, I know who did it, but I need to figure out the path for the game to take. And that's my only problem with games like that is it drags on a little too long and seems kind of silly. But hopefully, since the first case was kind of a gimme, I won't... Is easily figure it out. It'll kind of be have to like, okay, well, what's kind of going on with this? There was a little twist that I didn't see coming. How it happened, right? But uh, I knew who it was. So this, I mean, this is a game that you would play and experience for the story. Yes, and the mechanics are just there. Yeah, kind of on the side. I mean, half the time I'm sitting there clicking through, reading it. I just want to keep going with what's going on. I don't want to stop and right. do the game part. But I guess I should just watch the the anime at that point, right? Um, after you play the game, okay. Maybe. I don't know. I, I haven't know. seen it. And I haven't even played the game yet. It's something I do want to do. Soon. Yeah. Well, I guess the so. anime can only have one certain ending, and I've heard this one has multiple right. endings with it. But it's like, yeah, it's like it's like Persona meets Phoenix, right? Because during the day, you're talking to your friends, you build social links. We love that. Yeah. Yeah. So once I read, after hearing Renee talk about it and reading some more about it online, it's like, I got to play this. Yeah. This would be perfect to do on the road. And yeah, I'm really liking it. Maybe uh, next time Renee's on the show, we yeah, can, she'll probably have it beaten by then. Hopefully, I'll be a little further. Maybe I'll have played it by yeah. then. We could all talk about it. Hell, so. she's on chapter four. Like, how? Because the Let me first, tell you. I played it for like four or five hours, and I just finished chapter one. I mean, she's been staying up till three, four o'clock in the morning playing this game. Like, it is engrossing. And so. and she said last week about how she wanted to put it aside and go to bed, but right. like she couldn't. And I had that. Same feeling because like something happened. It was like eleven thirty at night. And I need to go to bed because we have to wake up early right. for work. But I had this like uneasy feeling in my stomach after like what had just happened <laughs> in the game. Like what? It is messed up. Yeah, it's definitely. Let's put that on the box. It's messed up. It's definitely more messed up than any of the goofiness in a Phoenix Wright game. Right. Yeah. Or even something like Persona, which has dark yeah but, undertones, but, but nothing like this portrayed in a goofy right fashion. Exactly. Especially the fourth Persona. Yeah. But, yeah. So that's really all I've been. I've been playing this week, just trying to go through that, and I've been reading a lot of my book. That's good. A lot of reading this week. Yeah, because uh, your and, game is reading. Yeah, and this is reading. So I probably really still need to start Bravely Default, but... Yes! Well, I feel bad because I've had my 3DS with me all week. And, I and how do you turn it on? haven't turned... Well, it's on, because... Oh. Well, it's probably dead someone... at this point. No, I've, it's on the charger right okay. now. So Mine's probably dead at this point. I don't think anyone street passed me in this hotel. This is not a street pass friendly hotel. Yeah. It's a casino. People. Yeah, it's a casino yeah. with all the old people. They've got throwing away their. Pencil. They all have Vitas, so they're nearing everyone. <laughs> I should have brought my Vita. Um, okay, so another big thing, I guess, this week is there a lot of news. There is a lot of, This a has lot been of news. every day. We're we're getting online, and every hour we're seeing some new weird story, some big yeah. thing happen. So you should keep your phone up just in case something breaks while we. It is up, this. but I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. So, um, this might be a shorter episode, or it might just be like two hours of news, so we apologize if you're looking for more uh, game talk this week, it's just with the two of us, yeah. with works be a little hard, but yeah, let's get into, let's get into news, what's going on? Well, uh, what, what do you think is the biggest thing? What, not that we have to start with the biggest thing, <laughs> but there's been so much. Honestly, probably the news that broke a little earlier today about uh, Sony Computer Entertainment of America President Jack Tretton stepping down. Hero of the internet. And yeah. I don't even know if stepping down is the right 
Yeah, it was a verbiage. mutual agreement to not renew his contract. Right, so Sony chose to not renew his contract to continue as, you know, at his position. Right. So that's, I mean, and Sony had layoffs last week, so mm-hmm. a lot of people are wondering what's going on with Sony right now. They're like seem to be like top dog killing the Xbox One at least in the beginning of the next gen console wars, right? Whatever they seem to be flying high, but they're shifting around so much of their talent. They're reducing the size of some of their bigger studios. Also, just yesterday we learned that Amy Hedig uh, left Naughty Dog. Yeah, she was you like know the lead director or creative writer or something. Yeah, like. creative director and kind of maybe in charge of a lot of what people loved about Uncharted as a franchise. And of course, she didn't start. With Naughty Dog, she was influential in, in, in I guess, Crystal Dynamics or, or the Blood Omen series, mm-hmm. you know, in, uh, in the late PlayStation uh, 1 and early PS2 era. So she's been in this industry a long time, and she's no longer, you know, she's forced out of Naughty Dog. That's and But they claim Uncharted 4 is unaffected, but right, how can well, you lose someone that I mean, big? As a creative person, if she was influential in that game's story, and that's all, all done. They're just mm-hmm. working on developing the game. That, that could be the case where yeah. her influence on that game was complete mm-hmm. and then they just decided to not keep her on yeah which is surprising to me i just but jack tretton he had people cheering sony's name yeah. after announcing you get to play pay for multiplayer the they, playstation 4 they were eating that up you know and that's something that at the e3 press conference if microsoft had tried that there'd be no applause <laughs> guaranteeing you and then he had that famous uh interview uh after the press conference where he literally dropped the mic <laughs> I remember that. I think it was... Um, was that with Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jeff Keeley? Yeah. Jeff Keeley asked him to drop the mic. Oh. Uh, it, was, it wasn't something that he did on his own accord. But yeah, this guy was, is the hero of, of all internet He walked forum right users. by me and Rachel at E3 last year. So you felt his presence. I did. And it radiated his energy. a picture that is up somewhere well, on Facebook. And we don't know where he's going, right? That's... Yeah. So go to Microsoft, turn the Xbox one Well, around. I joked about that while we were... I don't know, were we eating lunch? Yeah, or, I think so. Yeah, so... We'll have to wait and see where he ends up. But So there's a lot of changes going on with Sony right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just strange because you wouldn't think that at this time when they're having so much success that there'd be these changes. Yeah. So it, the, obviously there's something going on that we just don't know. It's just outsiders. Yeah. We're just looking in and there's more beneath it. It's not like when Microsoft ran off Don Matrick because he was saying a lot of stupid things prior to the Xbox One's release. And now they're kind of doubling down on cell phone versions of older games and they did i don't know if you wrote it down they did say they were like all in on android yeah i didn't write that down but the, so they they're they're moving away what's the name of the studio again well i'll have to i can't believe we can't remember that but that's okay so basically you're going to be seeing farmville updates on cell phones oh, like Zynga? yes okay. yeah so there's going to be you know don matrick who is now what president or mm-hmm. he's, he's in there somewhere yeah. so i mean before they had huge success you know in the I guess, social media aspect of those games. Things on Facebook. I don't know if Google Play or Google Plus has anything like that. I doubt mm-hmm. it. It's just Facebook. So they're going to be doubling down on mobile versions of, of, of those games. Hmm. I just don't think that market's there anymore. You no, know? that was so like 2011. Yeah, the, the, the Farmville is not on the... It's certainly not the, you know, the Flappy Bird yeah. of today. So the Flappy Bird, though, I mean, that we're seeing now... I think we saw a press release that said... There's 60 new... On, on average, I think it was Pocket Gamer and Polygon reported it, that on average this past week there's been 60 
Flappy Bird clones every day per day. So if you and love a high of ninety four, if you really love Flappy Bird that much, then you can just get so many different versions of that game. So that's where that that seems to be where the success is in mobile right now. Just these and weird one offs. In something six months, that, it'll be something completely different. That well, no last week coming. it was threes, right? Yeah, people are, but that's legitimately a good game. Right, threes is 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 great. Whereas Flappy Bird, you know, it is what it is. So <laughs> mechanically, you could argue that that game has problems, but <laughs> my high score is still in the twenties. Still working on it. You know, we talked a little bit about Titanfall last week. I think we had mentioned that Titanfall was not going to have a season pass. Or, well, guess what? Yeah, Titanfall's got a season pass, as announced this week. So we don't know what the content is. It'll probably be 20 to $30 for that pass. It's and probably maps. Sure, that sounds good. They said you save $5 by buying the season that, pass. That's so value. I, I think right I'll there. just take my chances. You know, I still haven't bought a season pass, Adam. Right. I've never bought one. And all I've seen is that people that Getting buy burned. season pretty much. I mean, you have Batman Arkham Origins on the Wii U. <laughs> all their season pass. We talked about that last week, didn't we? Or yeah, if we didn't. Yeah. They, all their money got refunded because they, they canceled it. They're just not going to finish. Now, that they did release some content on Wii U. Mm-hmm. So the season pass purchasers were able to get that. But they're getting a full refund. So I just don't see the point in, in ever doing a season pass. I just I've never seen the content. You know, be worth that twenty or twenty five dollars. Yeah. Maybe Titanfall will be the first game to because prove it'll prove me wrong. It's just maps. I mean, but because like the internet for some up in arms about a season pass, right? You don't have to buy it. No, you don't. There's no microtransactions. There's plenty of content in the game itself. Yeah, I don't know. These maybe these folks are just saying, I love the idea of this game so much. I just want to maybe give this developer a little tip. This is an extra twenty dollars, and then I'll just have all the content maps, as yeah. it comes out. I think Gears of War. Have, have you ever done a season pass on that? No, because they did. Didn't they do that on the third one and Judgment? I, I want to so. say. So the only season passes I bought was Saints Row Four, Ooh, yeah. just because of the Christmas DLC, which turned out to be kind of lame and short. But yeah, and uh, Bioshock Infinite. Well, because I like Ken Levine, and that that's been pretty good, right? Well, I, I didn't play the the pew 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 one, the right. Battle Box one, and I didn't like Barrel at Sea Episode One. Because it was lame and stupid. That's perfect reasoning. <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, episode 2 comes out in a couple weeks. so Maybe that'll that be goes. better. Maybe. Well, you know, with Titanfall coming out, a lot of retailers are going to be doing big midnight sales. Right. And we found out that the Microsoft Store in Troy, Michigan, will be having a Titanfall launch party sponsored by Microsoft. Because it's the Microsoft <laughs> Store. <laughs> right. So they're going to be giving away a lot of prizes, including an E3 ticket. So they're going to give a a ticket to E3 to a lucky Titanfall (laughs) fan, and they've also guaranteed that Microsoft will announce their biggest surprise ever. Is it Halo 5? I don't know. We're going to have to wait until E3, but I'm excited. Yeah. That's a pretty bold claim. Their biggest surprise surprise ever. So Halo 5 wouldn't be a surprise. No, but neither would Halo 2 Anniversary. anniversary. So I don't know. Is it? Fi- are they finally going to release the Halo breakfast cereal? I've been clamoring for years for Halos. That would be a surprise. <laughs> a big bowl of Halos in the morning should be a, a good way to start your day with little marshmallow Master Chief helmets. <laughs> I don't know if I've pitched this on the show yet. But I don't I've, think so. I've talked about it yeah. in person. Mm-hmm. So I just, but I guess that's what makes it a surprise. Yeah, we're just going to have to wait on that one. Um, but you know what you don't have to wait for? What's that? All the on I'm sorry, all the uh, all the Ouya games <laughs> since we love that so much. All the Ouya games will be coming to the Mojo console. 
which is not from the that's Ouya the team. Cats yeah, that's the Mad Cats little android. Oh, is it android? I don't even yeah. know. We talked about it in our very first episode. We did. So if you have your mojo, is that even out yet? I don't even know. So if you own a mojo, I don't know if it's out yet, but if you own one but you've been disappointed with the availability of games, do not fret, my friend, <laughs> because the wealth of software from the successful Ouya brand is coming to the mojo. Now, this is a first in the video game market industry. We've never seen one exclusive console's store completely be available on another console, unless you, you're talking about maybe the Wii U and the Wii, yeah, the virtual. That doesn't. That's, that's different. This would be like if Xbox Live came to PlayStation. That's so, is that a correct analogy, or it's probably uh, not. It's a, mu- it's a much larger scale analogy, right. but yeah, the Mojo came out last December. Boy, so hey, all of you Mojo fans, if you do not support. What? This is the most hideous looking controller I've ever... So this is a, an audio podcast. This doesn't work too well when we're describing the way a controller looks. But I just thought it was interesting that, you know, something that's dead, basically, the Ouya market, is going to something else that's dead. <laughs> uh, they could be dead together. Double dead. So one other thing that is coming back from the dead is the OnLive service. <laughs> Remember OnLive? They were sort of like Gaikai... Which got which Sony bought for like a trillion dollars. Why? What if you were Bob on Live and you're like, I have this service that people pay ten bucks a month and they can just play games without downloading them. And there's this other company called Gaikai, but they're not very popular. They no. do the same thing, but we we are more popular. That's it. Because people know online. We have a giant ten at E three every year. We do. Well, we did. But then Sony spends all that money and buys Gaikai. Instead of on live, the tech must have been better with Gaikai. Be but on live's back, baby. So for ten bucks a month, <laughs> you can have access to hundreds of games, or you can buy your Steam games through on live. Now there are only certain games apply, but you can play them through the on live service without installing your Steam games, wow. and you can play them anywhere. So it's the same thing it was that failed again, but now with yeah, Steam but it's integration. Back. See, now it's back. Don't call it a comeback. It's like New Coke, right? <laughs> they were, but it's, it's like after New Coke, because New Coke was really bad and shitty. But and then they, they brought back the original. the original. Yeah! So, I don't. it's not really the same thing. But Who? I have an on-live t-shirt. I've been looking for a reason to wear it again. <laughs> and this is a good reason. Who thought this was a good idea? On-live did. That's <laughs> got to be the only, the only company that Are they does. like, well... Because I thought that whole thing didn't work, that's why... It, I don't even know how they're still a company, to be honest. I thought they fired everyone and gone bankrupt, but things can come back. It, it is possible. So, um, Well, okay then. Yeah, so check that out. If you'd like to do a free trial, they might, they might be available. I have no idea. So, um, You know, we talked a little bit about Titanfall, and I probably shouldn't have moved away from it so fast, because I do have one more thing concerning... It's a pretty big release next week. It is, and if you don't have an Xbox One... And next week, when Titanfall comes out, at certain at certain select retailers, when you buy your Xbox One, it'll come with a download code for Titanfall. Best value. Yeah. So you're you're spending five hundred dollars instead of five hundred instead of five hundred and sixty. And we also found out today that certain unspecified retailers will also be giving out download codes to Forza Five. 
Hmm. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see that. Yeah, so it's like so, two games. Yeah, that's that's best value because right. you're getting one hundred and twenty dollars worth of games, but you're only having to spend five hundred. And then Forza will nickel and dime you to death. So. That's true. Well, they did fix that a little bit. Oh, okay. But yeah, basically, if you want to unlock all the cars and that, you gotta spend some money, which that's kind of crappy. I don't really like that. But, but if you're a fan of that series and you like shooting things with a giant robot then now the only thing they need to do is take the connect out lower it by 100 bucks then i bet they'll get a lot more people interested in that console so um you know what a lot of people are not interested in is the vita (laughs) hey now we love our vitas how do we get other people to love the vita they have to like weird text-based Japanese role-playing yeah, games. Yeah, nobody likes that stuff. I, I think it's is it is there's no mass market game. There's no Call of Duty. There was a Call of Duty, but nobody <laughs> wanted talk it. Of that about that, that was terrible. Uh, the biggest thing on the Vita so far has been Persona Four Golden, and that's a niche Very game niche as game. it is. What do you think Borderlands can turn it around? Two years later, a lot later, of people. No. What if I told you that it had cross-save functionality? Okay, well, what if you're Handheld version of Borderlands could upload its save to your PS3. What if I had Borderlands on my Xbox 360? Why do you have an Xbox? You should. <laughs> I, well, that's a good question. Probably most people did play Borderlands, besides PC, mm-hmm. on Xbox 360. But they are working on adding cross-save functionality to... That is more intriguing. Yeah. I mean, that's... that's And I've got... didn't Wasn't that a PS Plus game at some point? I'm pretty sure Borderlands 2... was. And I know Borderlands 1 was as well. I think I got both those on there. So that maybe give me a reason to play it. Yeah. So anything cross save between the home console and the Vita would instantly have more enticement to play because then I could play it or I could play it in my hotel room. Yeah. Dude, I wish I could cross save Earthbound from my Windows phone to my <laughs> Wii U, but it ain't happening. I don't think that's ever gonna happen. No, I don't think so either. So But yeah, that'll be interesting to see if that feature gets put in there. They said that it's kind of last priority. Obviously, they want the game to work correctly and the online right. to work. You know, so cross save so is not be a giant tease. And then, oops, sorry, take right. time. We'll patch in four months from now. You know, we we've had a lot of games. Um, this is on a different note. We've had a lot of games on PS4 to where if you actually owned the PS3 version, you'll automatically get, get the, the PS4, PS4. version. Mm-hmm. And we're still waiting for Journey. But we've gotten, we've gotten Flower. We've gotten what are some of the other ones? Flow. Did Flow come out? Yeah, Flow's on there. Uh, sound shapes. Sound shapes. I have three platinum trophies <laughs> from Sound shapes because I bought that on the Vita, which gave me the PS3 version. Right, and I have the PS4. Now version. the PS4 version. So um, they also announced that uh, Fez is coming That's to right. PS4. That's right. And Vita. Yep. Through cross buy. And um, I don't know if it's cross-buy, but Pixel Junk Shooter Ultimate... No, it is. It's coming to PS4 and Vita. And I love the Pixel Junk franchise. I don't know if you've ever played any of their games. I sure have not. They're just unique, small, interesting games. Mm -hmm. So if you like a twin-stick shooter, you might check that out when it comes out. Um, I'm still waiting for Divekick to come out on PS4. Yeah, I thought that'd be out by now. I don't know if it's going to wait until it comes out when their big edition edition balance patch comes out. Right. I tweeted at them... About a month or two ago, and they said they're still working on it. I so. can't wait to play it some more. I kind yeah. of stopped playing it on PS3 just because I was yeah. wanting to play more of it on my you know more used console. Well, when it comes to PS4, we can more easily like host a tournament and stream it. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Now, we also saw that Guacamelee is getting another... Hell yeah. And I'm just starting to play that on the Vita. Now I'm wondering, should I just stop and wait? 
No, because the Vita is the correct platform to play that game on. It yeah, I tried playing it on the TV a little bit. It mm-hmm. just wasn't. But uh, Guacamelee Super Turbo Championship Edition is that the name? Is that the full title? Super Turbo. Basically, they're riffing on Street Fighter, yeah. which is a smart thing to do. Same thing Dive Kick did. Correct. With Edition Edition. Edition. AE. Edition right. Edition. So, Guacamelee is coming to PS4. It's coming to. Um, X- is it coming to Xbox One? Xbox One, Xbox 360, and PC, PS4, Wii U, Guacamelee Super, Tur- Super Turbo Championship Edition. Perfect. And it's going to have all the DLC, maybe some extra content mm-hmm. as well. That's a great game. Yeah. It's charming. The music is phenomenal. The the control is spot on. I mean, right. it is. And, and that type of game, when you're platforming and you've got access to all these maneuvers, control is so important. Yeah. And they nailed it. Uh, the only way, I guess, you could play it on your Vita if you had a uh, remote play with your PS4. See, I've tried that. It's just, for me, it's, it's got to be my, my modem, maybe. Yeah. I can't really get the the remote play to work too well. Or the Wii U would be the version to get because you can play it on the gamepad, too. Yeah. I just think that's better on a smaller screen like the, like I said I like that game way more on the Vita than the PlayStation 3. That'll be great for uh for Wii U owners because like you said I love playing Wii U games on that controller. Mm-hmm. And the Wii U does not have a shortage of awesome unique indie games. Yeah. And there's just more coming, so it just seemed like like the Wii U was going to have a big push with those indie titles when it first came out and that kind of stopped and then PlayStation yeah. took off with that. Well, it, when it they announced kind of PS4 at that. stopped on PS4 too because we yeah. only had a handful of those titles available at launch and they've been Kind of trickling out. Yeah, I think Awesome Knots is coming out on PS4 soon. Right. It may already be out. Awesome Knots, is, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. And I love that on PC. I, I mentioned that last last yeah. episode, so I'll definitely be buying that on PS4 because that's a really fun game to play online. And I don't even really like to play online games, but that game's only online. There's right. no, as far as I know, there's no single player content to it. It's like a 2D MOBA, right? Um, you know, oh man, it's almost just like an old school platformer. Okay. That you're playing competitively against another team. So you have four or five guys on your team. You basically have an arena that's got flag checkpoints on either side. So it's a multiplayer online it, battle arena? Yeah, game. it is a little bit like a MOBA, <laughs> especially because there are little like little mob creatures. Creeps. Right. Yeah. And so they show up. you got to take them out. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's a, it is a MOBA. I guess I never thought of it that way. I always thought of a MOBA as more strategy-based, mm-hmm. but... Awesome Knots is definitely more Twitch-based. Okay. Yeah. It, I mean, it is basically a little beat-em-up game. So. Hmm. Are there different... Yeah, you unlock like different characters that basically have... Do different things. Yeah. Not so much classes, but each character, it's it's almost like they have a name. Mm-hmm. So. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was, I'm looking at my notes, and I just don't... I think I ran through everything. I... Feel bad if I ran through everything too quickly. That's okay. But I don't have anything else written down. We kind Hold of. On. Let me see. Well, well, I guess I have it written down. You don't have it written down. Uh, more big news. Um, Warner Brothers announcement. Oh, that's right. How could I forget about that? Yeah. Um, the make a new Batman game. You know, it, there's that's a big surprise. I never thought they'd make another Batman game. <laughs> So that's pretty exciting. Now, we had a new Batman game last year. Yeah. And you played that one a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah, a, a little, little bit. bit. I was not very fond of Batman Arkham, Arkham Origins. Origins. Now, who made that? That was made by WB Montreal. Montreal right. Not Rocksteady. Not Rocksteady. The fantastic Arkham Asylum and the pretty good Arkham City. Also, Urban Chaos yeah. on original Xbox. Don't forget that one. That's I right. That. I never so, that one. what I don't understand 
is if they knew they had Arkham Knight. Batman Arkham Knight. That's the name of the new Batman game. Arkham Knight. Not like it's day or night. Like it's K-N. Like he's the Dark Knight. Right. Coming Clever. out this year. Why the hell does Batman Arkham Origins exist? I mean, they needed a game for fall 2013. It was a big hole for Warner Brothers. And they had this B team yeah. that the year before they had ported Arkham City, City to, to Wii, Wii U. U. So they had some work under their belt in the franchise. They knew the engine. Mm-hmm. Why not make a game? Why not pump it out in 12 months? I mean, because when I heard this announcement, me being the giant Batman fan I am, and Rocksteady is making their triumphant return. Triumphant I, return after two years. I still was like, Ugh. Three years. How long? Three it, years. Three years? Like, why? Yeah. Okay, so it was two years between Asylum and City, 09 and 11. Right. Did they have to go, like... They need one so you're years? saying they could have just gone three years? Yeah. Because it wouldn't have been that much different. If right. Arkham Knight was coming out in 2015, that would make sense. Right. But I feel like Arkham Origins, I guess necessarily wasn't bad. It was just more of the same and not as good. Right. It just kind of tainted the brand. Did it? Well, maybe in my eyes, but the internet... But you're still going to buy Arkham Knight. Yeah, So what's I'm the idiot. difference? No, you're right. <laughs> but... Some of the big things announced with this one is you can drive the Batmobile. Which I've been waiting. I mean, it's been a while since I've been able to drive the Batmobile. You know, you said earlier today that why would I want to... Or did you? Or did we talk about that Yeah, earlier? it's like, okay, I'm a game where I'm Batman and I can fly around the city. And the last thing I want to do is drive a car. Where you pretty much go straight, kind of. Yeah. And fast. It, they said the city's going to be five times as big as Arkham City. Wasn't Arkham City already a lot bigger than Arkham Asylum? Yeah, because it was open world. Right, yeah. But, assuming it's like Arkham City, there's going to be no pedestrians walking around. It's gonna Where be is everyone? Where, where well, they're evacuating doing? the city because... Oh, how convenient. Yeah. yeah. But even if there were people, Batman's not going to run people over in his car. Well, they could do it the way they did that Yakuza game on original Xbox, where it almost looks like you're going to hit someone, but then at the last second they dive away. Oh, okay. So you cannot run over anyone in, right. in that game. Granted, I guess there is some uh, hope for that maybe changing. Is this strictly a, or I guess now current-gen game. Right. Only coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. So if you do not have one of these fancy new consoles and you love Batman, mm-hmm. maybe time to upgrade. But, uh, yeah. Not it, Wii U. Not Wii U. No Wii U version. For, it, it takes place, I think, a year or two after the ending of Arkham City. If you've played that game, you know how that ends. So that'll be interesting to see what happens. Since Origins was a prequel. Right. Now, are they using Kevin Conroy as the Batman voice? Yes, he is back. Because after they announced that he was not doing it for Arkham Origins, which now we know why, he said he was working on a Batman game. So we knew uh, something was in the works. I just didn't think it would be this soon. Right. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm I'm going to... Shit on it now, but in November, oh, you'll or be October, getting the special edition yeah. with the Batmobile. <laughs> now, the Batmobile looks like a weird crossover between the Tumblr from Batman Begins and the Batmobile from like the '90s animated series. I see. I never really liked the Tumblr that yeah. much. The design of it just seemed the opposite of what the Batmobile should look like to mm-hmm. me. But I guess because well, I grew up on the, like the Tim Burton. Yeah, the, I'm used to that one. So. I guess the the well, that'd be I don't want to turn us to a Batman right. Podcast, Let's, we'll anyway. do another Batman podcast later. So yeah, it's I think in the trailer. I mean, there was another cool CG trailer from who's that Blur Wave? Who makes those CG trailers? I don't know. Really couldn't tell you. So, but it isn't. It's that's not in gameplay. 
It's not what right. it's going to look like. Exactly. It's just a CG movie. I really think they should just stop it with that. Yeah. Like, I don't ever want to see... But everybody's like, cool, our trailer was so cool. I'm like, great, that has nothing I mean, to do with anything. didn't see anything. Yeah, right. exactly. But, it, well, it showed... Um, you're going to be playing, you know, fighting against Scarecrow, which is going to be awesome. My favorite parts of the... Arkham Asylum, Missing in Arkham City. Yeah. Uh, Two-Face, Harley Quinn, Penguin, Batman's Rogue Gallery. Like Killer Croc, is he dead? Uh, t- Killer Croc always shows up. Right. Actually, he's not dead. Because he, he got away in Arkham Asylum. He was there in Arkham Origins. That doesn't count. Cause no. Was, and cool. he looks completely different. And he's... Anyway. So... What about sure Green Goblin? That's Spider-Man. Ah, uh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> Didn't um, switching gears? We kind of saw Watchdogs come back. Yeah, that kind of popped up because it it's been gone for a while. Had so much hype and going into the, the the next generation as a launch game. They delayed it. It's kind of been underground until today. Today, and we saw something. It didn't look very good. That wasn't like Driver on the PS2. It looked like a PS2 game, yeah. kind of. There was no shadow under the car. car. Not that I'm nitpicking on graphics. Right. But compared to what they showed at E3 2012... But also, we look at what a lot of people showed mm-hmm. at E3 the past couple of years, compared to what's actually come out. Like, if you compare Forza 5 right. to what they showed, and then what it actually is. But they, uh, Ubisoft came out and said the reason they delayed it, or one of the reasons they delayed it, is they, uh, I guess, focus, te- focus test... Right. Focus tested it, and people were saying the game was too repetitive. Right. And they didn't want it to be like that. So I guess they didn't want all the missions to be chasing after some kid's red balloon <laughs> that was flying away. Spider-Man reference. Yeah, like so that they, they decided not to take the Spider-Man 2 route. Now, we heard four months ago that the rumors were that Watch Dogs was, was going through a standard process for video games where a publisher will pay a company to mock review the game before mm-hmm. it comes out. So that this to me, that rumor was always unsubstantiated. But to me now it seems more like that it is now. it seems like that's exactly what happened. And I still think Grand Theft Auto Five scared Absolutely. You know, they had a that whole ad campaign like, yeah, Los Santos is cool now. We'll see you in Chicago, Chicago yeah, no. in November, right. guys. So after how live that world you know that fake los angeles was they probably saw their little chicago and it was nothing but do you really think they can ever no even in 10 years could ubisoft ever replicate the heart that rockstar puts into its world you know the the how alive they can make that world seem even something like red dead where it's it is a vast desert of nothing but it feels real yeah you know it it's because and it's just you and your horse and maybe some wolves or some it's it's just this empty desert, but it, it has more life and it has more personality than most games. And right. or look at something like Bully, where it's I don't know if you've played Bully, still not yet. But that game came out such a long time ago, almost ten years ago, and you're it's a game about a kid that's in a, in this private school, and it, it feels these characters like and these stories school. they're real, you know. And that's something that Rockstar has always done well. Mm-hmm. Whether you like their games or not, you cannot deny exactly how good they are at that. So. But uh, you, I don't think Ubisoft has it in them. And it's so weird because they do a pretty good job with Assassin's Creed yeah. as a franchise. Like, I, I think playing the latest one on my PS4, you know, that, that is a vibrant feeling world. And people are walking around. So, But I don't know. They just don't seem to have the same thing going on with Watch. From what I've seen from Watch Dogs, it just it feels like it's a completely different public. And I know it's not the same developers. So yeah, that's the issue right there. Is that you don't have... Ubisoft's best development team, which would arguably be their Montreal studio. Mm-hmm. Um, so, wait, who is developing Watch Dogs if it's not Ubisoft Montreal? 
But if fact checking will bore this, you know, <laughs> they'll bring the pace down of the show. But that's going to be an issue for them if if Watch Dogs is a key title for Ubisoft. And I mean, a lot of people out. predicted it to be like take over Assassin's Creed in November. Some people were saying that literally it was going to be yeah. Assassin's Creed. That it was going to be a, like a modern uh, day, like it's the future, right? Of Assassin's like, Creed. well, yeah. guess what? You're playing Assassin's Creed, dude. You're <laughs> not playing Watch Dogs, but uh, it's Ubisoft Montreal. Well, then if it is the same development studio, something's something's going rotten there because it is. You compare what we've seen today. In that game, and even what we've seen before, to what they've done with Assassin's Creed just last year, I don't know. Just it doesn't add up to me. It, and granted, today literally was the first. I guess it was yesterday, Thursday, right? First time we've heard of it because all the hype is just def- like it's gone. Oh yeah, there's it just, is. no one came, like. And they've been marketing this game for years, you know, and, and showing it at press shows and then having it on television with Jimmy Fallon. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that that costs money to do that. Yeah, and I just even though that's mostly behind the scenes, that is a part of this game's marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. And when you spread the length of the development cycle that far, it's just hard to keep that uh, momentum going. I don't know. If this is true. According to this Wikipedia page, <laughs> well, if it's on Wikipedia, it's got to be worldwide true, release so. on May twenty seventh. No, the, uh, there's no way we haven't confirmed that yet. Yeah, no, I didn't. think That's so. that E three kiss of death, though. It's we've talked about it before. It's just, I, in my opinion, dangerous to release a game on or, or close to E three. I just don't think it's a good idea. Well, unless hold on, according to my favorite news source that I don't want to name on the show, I'm. Or if you're ready to go with that, I was going to bring up another. Point. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. It's just weird to me because if this game does come out after E3 this year, do you show it again? I mean, do you put it in your press God. conference again? The third year? I mean, there's no way. So maybe they do need to get it out before E3. There's no way. I mean, yeah. I mean, this source update. Yeah, Ubisoft has officially confirmed Watch Dogs will be available globally on May 27th. So that's breaking today. Yeah, like right now. Yeah, it, so. it, this this release was today, two hours ago. So there we go. So I guess it won't be at E3. No. But it still could, just not in their press conference right. again. Because that's not that doesn't mean it won't be on the show floor. Yeah. A lot of times when a game does come out in May, it's it's not strange for it to still be playable there. Right. But those are the ones with no lines. Yeah, you could just walk up and oh this game came out two weeks ago. I'll play it here. Why not? <laughs> I already know what to do. So uh, well it'll be interesting to see how that game turns out. It's been a mess. Mm-hmm. I guess they just need to get it out and get it over with and move on to the next yeah. Next big game for them. Um, I do have a couple other more things. Oh, great. Uh, last week, last weekend, I believe, because it's the first thing I wrote down, um, Steam Family Sharing came out of, be- out of beta. Okay. It's now available for everyone. So all my family members yeah. can play my Steam games. I'm your long lost cousin brother. So you can play all my PopGap collection yeah. games that you, some of those you've never heard of. Sure. Okay. Can I play your Batman games? Yeah. Okay. But no more offline play. They got rid of that. You oh. have to do it online. Well, I, well I'm always online anyway, oh, yeah. so who cares? It's my computer. Yeah. So if it was my PlayStation, that wouldn't work because uh, here we're not online. Yeah. So. so that's cool. People like sharing stuff. I love to share. I care to share. Right. And then um, last Saturday, after 16 days, 7 hours, 45 minutes, and 30 seconds... Twitch beat Pokemon. Yay, good job, Twitch. So We uh, knew you could do it. Since we go every Friday, it seems like so that long ago. That does seem like happened, so long ago. But they did that. They beat Red. 
um, got all our Pokemon in the Hall of Fame. Had all those crazy memes and fan art and lore I bought the T-shirt. And yeah, yeah. But not really. I didn't buy the T-shirt <laughs> for some reason. I guess keep the hype train going. Twenty-two hours later, I believe they started Pokemon Crystal. Seems like a lot of people got off the train, though. Yeah, I mean, I get they didn't want to. They wanted to keep the idea while it was hot, right? And they didn't want anybody to come in and steal it because there are already a lot of oh, yeah, clones going on just... when that was going. But when and Twitch came out with numbers, they said there are one point one million unique users entering right. commands in the chat, and over nine million unique viewers watching this damn thing. Yeah, they put out a. a, a it's weird that they, a company like that would put out a press release. Well, that's because it broke everything for them. So obviously, it was a huge. Well, I, I just meant that it's strange that it was just an illegitimate way to play. Oh, right, the game, the game. And Nintendo hasn't said anything. I think so. I think they said they're cool with it. Yeah, I think when it first started. Well, their general statement is that they don't mind when people do things like that, mm-hmm. as long as it's not, you know, a money making. But they're streaming it. Nintendo doesn't like that. Well, they didn't like it for Evo last year. Yeah. So. But, I mean, at nighttime when Pokemon was playing, Twitch was playing Red, you'd had eighty, hundred, hundred twenty thousand people watching that. Now with Crystal. I tuned in earlier about 4 or 5 p.m. that 29,000 people watching. So clearly there's just not as much interest. Yeah, and even reading like on Reddit and all those threads about the game, they want to get rid of their starter, which is now a Feraligator, because it's making the game too easy. Oh, they want more of a challenge. Yeah, because it's not... Well, I guess they're trying to compare it to their first adventure where their over-leveled Pidgeot had two attacking moves and two non-attacking moves. So it's like, (laughs) maybe we'll hit something, maybe we won't, but it's fun because it's crazy. Exactly, and they had all you know all that religion of the helix fossil and all that nonsense, but that none of that's here in the second one. They keep trying to force it. Just it makes it. It just feels it's not as uh, fresh, original, right. fun. And since their Feraligator so over leveled and has four attacking moves, anytime they send it out, just crushes everybody. So they can't have their fun. Right. But that's not Twitch plays Pokemon's fault. It's the people watching its fault because See, they just don't have the same fun they had. They should have just left it at that one. It should have yeah, just been one special thing and. Maybe come back next year, do it for charity. Yeah. But like you said, anyone could have just started a clone. Yeah. So. Well, you don't want to do an original guy. I'm going to do like Twitch Plays Chris. Exactly. And everybody's like, yeah! And then... I actually tuned into a Twitch Plays Dragon Warrior. <laughs> Didn't really work out. There were only 30 people wow. watching it. And yeah, so... That's... I guess the magic is gone already. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about it some last week where Twitch wants to try to make this like a viable platform for other yeah be a game whatever tic tac toe yeah Twitch plays four square is that a game four well no. four square is a game with yeah the ball exactly the, yeah. is there some way you can play that I don't know <laughs> I don't know just play that when I was a kid so I guess they'll keep going with crystal and hopefully they'll stop no, let's keep gonna, going to emerald the, well I'll just go back and do blue yeah why not take well no I guess they were playing a modified we talked about that yeah because they had all the Pokemon so. right. So, and I guess that's it for news now. Unless something else magically popped if up, we get a phone call in the next five minutes with some breaking <laughs> news story. Well, we can we can put it in. But I think that, I guess that's enough news for now. If you don't like news, you can wake back up. <laughs> Who doesn't like video game news? <laughs> uh, coming out next week, new releases. A couple of uh, Large AAA titles are coming out. Yeah, a few. You know, nothing too big. Um, a little game called Dark Souls 2. Oh, I'll buy that one. It's coming like out that. 
on your previous gen consoles, PlayStation yeah. 3, Xbox 360. So you got to keep those plugged in a little longer. I never unplugged my PS3. Yeah, I don't know if people. And actually, my 360 is still plugged in too. <laughs> Just don't play it anymore. I got a new receiver, so I've got four HDMI slots. Yeah. Hey, I'll turn my 360 on to play some Rock Band Blitz. That's right. So. And South Park came out last week. I still want to play that. It came in, you know, when I'm out of town. So right. next week we'll have some South Park talk. Also, Titanfall. Oh, that's a big game. That's a big game. Comes have out, you seen Titanfall? I have. I played the beta. That's right. That's yeah. Right. It's, it's fun. Comes out on Xbox and PC, according to their commercials. Oh, that's right. So it doesn't say Xbox One. It just says Or 360. X- just right. Xbox. Xbox. Because 360 doesn't come out for two more weeks. That's so right. It comes out on Xbox One and PC on Tuesday. I think a few people are going to buy that one. That's going to be a so. big game. And so we'll have discussion. No, I think I might hold that for two week shows out so I can put more than a couple days in it because we'll be busy. I'll be out of town with work again next week. So actually, I won't be able to play it until yeah. Thursday or Friday when we record. So yeah, we'll hold that off for a couple weeks. Next week, we'll talk about South Park. Uh, Towerfall Ascension, the console version of the popular Ouya oh, title. So, oh, well, Ouya, but also Mojo, right? That's because right now. You can just buy all those on that. Right. That's coming on your PlayStation 4. I'll probably get that, because that is something that friends should play together yeah. on a big TV. I don't think it has multiplayer online, but that's fine, because yeah. that should be couch co-op anyway. So yeah, I definitely want to play Man, that. I have to buy more controllers? I don't well, want to Well, I have that. two. Okay, so I just need to buy one more. Yeah, and then we can just, that's by our powers combined, we have four controllers. We're going to have to do that then. Let's see. And then I'm going to butcher the hell out of this name. So you're going to have to help me out. What is it? Uh, Atelier Esca and... Logi? Sounds good to me. I Alchemist own... of the Dusk Sky comes out on PlayStation 3 on Tuesday. Which is an RPG mm-hmm. uh, franchise. I actually own a lot of Atelier games from older mm-hmm. consoles. So. so, sorry if I butchered that. And then finally, a game uh, came out on a computer or PC a couple years ago called Vessel. It's an uh, oh, indie side Oh, finally. Scrolling. Vessel. Yeah. Steampunk coming game to, coming out on PlayStation 3. That was uh, interesting. Network. Yeah. That's weird. Okay. Vessel. Yeah, little, okay, so... If is you that, like steampunk and side-scrolling and weird stylized stuff... So it's not about a boat? No. Okay. Or blood vessels? Mm, not by these pictures I'm looking at right now that, you know, no one else can see. Yeah, I can't even see them, <laughs> so... So those are your new releases for this upcoming week. Also, the Titanfall Xbox One bundle at select retailers. And the collector's edition, that's $250 that a person can fit in the box. Okay. That's... Abby Happy, who's the, uh, I guess, the main PR manager for Respawn, got in the box. Oh, you can actually get in the box? The box that it comes in, the giant statue that's, like, over a foot tall. What am I... Oh, I'm yawning. <laughs> Not that I'm bored from it, but what am I supposed to do with the Titanfall statue? Could I put it on the hood of my car? Maybe. That's what I love to do Just with those. Strap it down. Yeah. Let's see. Emails. Emails. GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. Thank you. Um, Jesse from Houston writes back in. Excellent. He says, hello, Adam, Rachel, Stephen, Renee, and John Michael. Sorry, there's just, only two of us. two of us. Yeah. Um, I'm honored you aired my question last week. However, I don't believe I heard a response from Rachel about Valkyrie profile, and you will still not hear one. Yeah, she's not here. She's totally missing out on an amazing PS1 classic RPG if she hasn't. Uh, I picked up South Park to Stick of Truth, and I'm enjoying it already as it is certainly very heavy with RPG elements and definitely feels like a South Park movie with you as the main character. There aren't as many fart and poop jokes as people are afraid of, uh, I believe. I love Cartman. He's such an asshole. Still playing the game, but I give it a good review. Yeah, I've heard nothing but positive things. Of course, if you don't like South Park... Why you would you... Probably, well, a, why would you buy this? Yeah. B, don't. 
Yeah, but if you do like South Park, mm-hmm. or ever did, yeah, and I did mm-hmm. a long time ago, I just haven't watched it in a while. I heard, well, I guess it really doesn't matter. You may want to watch the last three episodes of the last season, that trilogy. It kind of leads into the game. Makes sense. Yeah. So, thanks for the email, Jesse. And then Anthony from Tokyo writes in. Hello, Anthony. Uh, let's see. I just read in a local gaming magazine that Dark Souls is coming to PC. It is. Dark Souls 2 or 1? Because 1's already on PC. Yeah, I think he meant Dark Souls 2. Yeah. Um, I know a few of my friends are quite excited by all of this because they are PC elitists. Ah. I feel everything's better on PC. Um, let's see. That's a great question. Magazine. <laughs> I saw that it actually wasn't for sale yet because, yeah, it's delayed. Yeah, it's going to be a couple weeks, maybe longer, for the PC version. Questions. Okay. I just heard that Persona, uh, all of those games we talked about last week, has been confirmed for a USA release. Persona 5, Persona Q, Persona Dancing All Night, Persona Ultimax. All the best Persona games. <laughs> are you excited? Yes. Yes. We, are we talked ex- about it last week, mm-hmm. didn't we? Yeah, we're very excited. So, And I'm sure Rachel and, and Renee are excited, too. Mm-hmm. They're just 280 miles away. Right. Let's see. More importantly, I've also heard a PS3 release. Also true. Uh, doesn't that seem like it's a little too little too late? No way. We talked yeah. about this today. Persona 4 came out in 2008, two, two years, years after, after the PlayStation 3 came out. Yeah, and so we pretty much knew this was going to happen. So this one's going to come out in 2015, two, two years. one and a half to two years after the PlayStation 4 comes out. Yeah, just because my PS4 is out doesn't mean that my PS3 doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So Despite what a lot of people... Other podcasts I listen to and other forums I read. I know like, people. I pl- gotta take the PS3 out of I only storage. Have one plug in my entire house for a gaming console, and I this guess. is it. What kind of life is that? It's crazy. Yeah. Tell me, I have to unplug my N64? I'm not doing that. <laughs> Still need that hooked up. Uh, let's see. I've never played a Persona game. Wait a second. Anthony lives in Japan, and he never played. They practically have like Persona restaurants out there. <laughs> And Persona Holidays. But okay, that's fine. So he's never played one. If I wanted to play a game in the series, is it important that I play from the first game? No. No. I'd say start with three. You need to start with three. And out of all the versions that are out there, I'd probably recommend... The PlayStation Portable version. The PSP version. Yeah. Yeah. That one mixes in the battle style from Persona 4 where you can control all your characters as opposed to just the main character. Right. So in the PS2 version of Persona 3, like Adam said, you can only control your main character and then Hope people... the other ones do what you want to do. Yeah, and the, in the battles, the your teammates would just do whatever. You can kind of be like, I want you to buff or I want you to attack or I want you to defend, but you never know if Mitsuru is going to heal you or just like... Boost your attack for the next three turns. Yeah. So, but you can play the PSP version of Persona Three on the Vita if you have a Vita, mm-hmm. or you can play it on the PSP. So or basically, the only reason you need to buy a Vita is to be a Persona machine. Yeah. Or you could buy if you live in Japan, you could buy a Vita TV. Yeah. And you can hook that up to your television and play yeah. that. Although on the go for a ninety-hour RPG, I did enjoy playing both of those. I like Persona Three's story more. Yes, it's a lot better. But Persona 4 is a lot more lighthearted, right. despite its really dark undertones, like you mentioned earlier. Yep. And the character's a little more goofy and fun and accessible. They're both great games. And it's, it's more, I guess, widely popular than 3. Like, 4 has the anime, 4 right. has all the exactly. merchandise, 4 has everything. But I like 3 more, but they're both fantastic, and you should check out 3 and 4. So if you don't have a Vita, pick that up you know, and play them both on mm-hmm. that. Because you can get Persona 4 Golden on yeah. the Vita. 
in the, both handheld versions are the superior versions and of the Persona it's series. Such a great series. And then if you are curious about other uh, games in the Shimigami universe, my favorite would probably um, be Nocturne on PS2, mm-hmm. which you can also download on PS3, I believe. Those. Those games are so different. Yep. It's like first-person dungeon crawling, trying to like haggle with demons to make them join your team. Yeah, well, Nocturne is very difficult, and it, like you say, it has no, hu- it doesn't have any humor, mm-hmm. it doesn't have any of the lightheartedness from the Persona franchise. Um, and then certainly, Digital Devil Saga one and two are phenomenal. And then Devil Summoner is also a great series, but that's more of like an action RPG, and it's not over the top lighthearted, but it's not mm-hmm. super serious either. And then if you have a 3DS, um, Shin Megami Tensei 4. Yeah, that game was weird. I played a little bit of that. Yeah. Couldn't get into it as much as I could have Persona They're title. just, they're challenging games. Yes. So. And then since he ends with, on the topic of JRPGs, I have a bit of a confession. I haven't played a Final Fantasy game to completion. That's okay. I really want to try one, so is there a game that you would all recommend? Yeah, I mean, ten um, is getting re-released on the PlayStation Vita and, and PS3. PlayStation Three. Ten is a great game. Mm-hmm. It's it's not hard. Yeah, I'm about to say it's very accessible. Yeah, anyone can really enjoy that. It's got great music. Mm-hmm. Some of the voice acting not yeah. so great, but it's a wonderful game. And it has Blitzball. So Blitzball is a ton of fun. Also, I think that Japanese Six or American, American Three. Three or Japanese 4, American 2. You know, you can't go wrong with either of those. Mm-hmm. The PS1 Final Fantasy games are great, but they're such a time sink. Yeah. You really do have to put a lot of time into those. And then 9 was my probably my favorite overall. 8's got such a great story. If you're looking for, if you want to play a different kind of RPG with with a really great love story. Yeah. Um and then in my opinion 8 has the best music in the entire series. And then 7 is just 7. I mean, it's yeah. monumental. It changed the face of role-playing games forever, especially in the West. Yeah. Because that game just kind of sold what basically Call of Duty sells today, but it did that in 1997. Right. So that kind of started that era for us over here in, in America where everyone was playing JRPGs. That was the big thing. And, and my first one was 8. Yeah. I, I was 11. I had no idea it was a JRPG. I don't know what I just knew. Yeah, how did you end up playing? Getting eight? Uh, a buddy of mine, who my best friend back then, brought it over. Yeah. He moved away um, to Holland. There we go. He's in town, and he showed it to me. I was like, this is the coolest thing. Yeah. Like, summon you know, Shiva yeah. or Ifrit, and they right. come in, and there's the story. And it's so weird, because I started with that one, and it had the, uh, what's it called? The uh, With the magic. It's not MP. Oh it's you, yeah, well, I know what you're talking about. But it's, it's the draw system or something right. like that, where you just get a certain number of spells. And then I went into Final Fantasy nine and ten. I was like, "What is this MP bar? Right. Why well, don't I have a certain number of spells I can give to anyone?" So it's kind of weird, but yeah, they're all great. But my recommendation is you already you just bought a Vita to play Persona three Portable and Persona four Golden. Go ahead and get Final Fantasy ten yeah. HD on it as well. And Steven says, "Check out play six. It. Yeah, you probably three. get that on the Vita as well. I think so. I imagine. And you can get 7, 8, and 9 on the Vita, too. You could, Your Vita could be a JRPG machine. Mm-hmm. And there's a ton of other lesser-known PS1 RPGs that are also available to play on that format. Mm-hmm. I've gotten a few from PlayStation Plus, actually. Yeah. And then some of them I'd purchased on my PSP and then was able to re-download them on Vita. And they look awesome on that screen. Mm-hmm. Like, everything looks so good on... Yeah. Well... 
I say that, but I don't know if the OLED model is available anymore in Japan. You may have to get the LCD model by now. But maybe you can go to a used game shop and find one of the older ones. I I think everything does look much better on the original screen. So Mm -hmm. if you can find the original model, do that. Yeah. That's what I recommend. Cool. Thank you for writing in, y'all. GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. So let's wrap show up with our special stages. You want to go? You want me to go? Um, I we talked about it earlier. What did I? I don't even remember what I said I was going to do for special stage. I don't remember, so I'll go first. Okay. Um, it was just announced one of my old employers, Best Buy, is um letting go of two thousand of its employees, mostly middle management. Oh wow! That was announced this week. And while it's never fun to hear about job losses, it seems like we report on somebody losing their job almost every week. Yeah. It's just showing that that company does not know what the hell they're doing. They don't. And we know about it on so many levels because you used to work there. I said, when I left there, two two, two or three years ago? About three years ago. I was like, that company's going to die in the next five years. Yeah, you gave them... and it's So it's been two or yeah. three, so they've got two more, more to go before your prognostication technically comes true and it's just they're trying but are they their logistics are really wrong that's we talk about that a lot because i've done a few big orders with best buy recently black friday they had like three dollar blu-rays i ordered like 20 of them they came in like 18 boxes yes so they're not one just giant they can't even ship an order it's probably because they're all coming from different warehouses well that's that's not the way to do it amazon doesn't do it that way but then again amazon's not making tons of profit amazon is putting them out of business and they are so so good luck to everybody. Let go. Also, um, side note, kind of Radio Shack said they're closing eleven hundred of their stores. Oh, but what about that great Super Bowl commercial I, that we hey, loved? That cost a lot of money. Didn't that help? So wait, are you saying that if they didn't do that commercial, they may not have to close all these stores? <laughs> no, that was, that was a joke. Just a Super Bowl without, commercial. Without that free. commercial, they might have had to close down all three thousand stores that are open. They have that many. Yeah, so that's probably why they're closing a third of their stores. God, oh. um, I do have something. Okay. We have a big convention coming up. That's right. In Houston. So you and Renee, see, you and Renee will not be on next, next week's week. show. We're going to be in Houston for Enemy Matsuri. Mm-hmm. This will be our second year we run our table in the Artist Alley. Uh, we had a lot of fun last year. Met a lot of great people. Saw a lot of cool cosplays. For me, I'm super excited because they're expanding their Bamani selection. If you don't know what that is, basically Konami's rhythm arcade games like Dance Dance Revolution, Poppin' Music, Guitar Freaks. So they're going to have a much bigger selection of free-to-play Konami music That's games. Awesome. And uh, it'll also be at the big convention center mm-hmm. in Houston. Last year it was just at a hotel. So they're expanding. Yeah, it's huge. And there's also going to be an import tuner car show for free for anyone Is that it has... 2001 again? Well, I mean, this actually was going to... It was kind of crazy because when Paul Walker died earlier this year... Which was tragic. Um, he was actually going to be a guest at Anime Matsuri this year for the car tuner show. Now, they're still doing the import car tuner thing. And, mm-hmm. and that's odd because, like you say, that seems like something from 10 years ago. But f- for anyone that has a pass to Matsuri, they can go to the car show for free. That's cool. So we're really excited. What um, year is this for Matsuri? I, you know, I don't know. I think it's the sixth year. Okay, so it's still relatively. They, they, just, they grow so much every year. It's, it is a... One of the biggest conventions, yeah. So we're hoping to have a good turnout there. We've been preparing for our table. You know me at this hotel room. I saw your other room. It looks like a factory in there. Yeah, I've been making our little creations. So, but we're really excited. 
We've been looking forward to this for a year. We had so much fun last year. Because last year was your first year. That was, right? our, that was our first year there, and I I know this year is going to be even bigger. Mm-hmm. So, Well, good luck to you all. Thank you. If any listeners are heading out there, be I, sure to stop in and say hi to them. Well, ha- I know some of our listeners will be there, mm-hmm. so I do look forward. Jesse will be there. That's right. And he, he sent us an email. Houston. He lives in Houston. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely check us out there if you'll be in the area. And that's it. That's our show. A little longer than I thought. About huh. an hour and 12 minutes. Bedtime. Yeah. Um, as usual, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Gameware. You can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareBR. And also you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Or find us where we usually host on SoundCloud. If you do find us on iTunes, don't forget to rate us five stars if you like the show. Yeah. It seems silly, but it definitely helps. If you don't like the show, keep listening until you do. Well, we'll get it tuned up where it should be eventually, right? Exactly. (laughs) It's a work in progress. And that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, Hopefully the audio quality in this wasn't bad. We're recording from, I guess, my mobile mic for our mobile studio in this hotel room. No one tried to break in. Like the last time we had to record in a hotel room. We had a break in. I think we should have gone down to the casino and done like a blackjack broadcast. That is gaming down there. Yeah. So different type of gaming. It is different. (laughs) So that's it. Uh, Myself and Rachel will definitely be back next week. Hopefully John Michael will be back too. Steven, you and Renee have fun in Houston. Be safe. Thank you. And um, until then, have a great weekend, y'all. We'll see you next week. Thank you.